Man, um, shall we get into the reason we're talking today? <laughs> Only if we must. Yeah, I think I think we need to purge it from. I think we need to purge it from ourselves. Yeah. Because um, it's been, we were meant to do this about what three weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, some, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And so I watched that. We watched this film, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective Junior, uh, about three weeks ago, with the intent oh, yeah. of recording this. And shit happened. We couldn't get. We couldn't. We could. We just, our schedule just mismatched or whatever. So this has just been a lot. I'm unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's fine. You can tell. Okay. I'm rubbish. Okay. Um, he's rubbish. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm rubbish. I'm so bad. Book <laughs> oh, um, me at all your shows. Most unprofessional, most rubbish. You know what? This is like we're putting more thought into this conversation than they did into this film. A hundred fucking percent. Um. So let me just for those of you that don't know what this film is, it's the third film in the Ace Ventura franchise. Um. It came out in 2009. Went straight to DVD. Obviously. Um. It's got. It stars. Josh, a guy called Josh Blitter, who is the, um, he was the is funny, that the, is that the you? The the yeah, that's the kid, right, and he was, oh, yeah. that kid was, at one point, around about 2007, 2009, he was the funny fat kid in, like, teenage movies, and so, it kind of makes sense that they cast him, in a way, because he was a semi-recognisable figure, I guess, and, was it, I had no idea he existed before the film, like, neither did I, really, but I looked at his filmography, I was like, oh, okay, this is, a uh, this is they use this child actor a lot um, so from the get go and it's also um, it's also directed by David M. Evans who directed a film called The Sandlot which was kind of big in my childhood so I was when this came, when this kind of got announced I wasn't too upset that he was going to be directing it I was like okay this dude knows how to sort of direct kids movies let's let's give it a go yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> oh. Well, weren't you, Rob? Oh, yeah. Like, from the get-go, it's clear to everyone watching that all this kid is doing is a really shitty Jim Carrey impression. But, like, uh, like you know, like, it would be like a, a family gathering. And this is how I imagine he first realised, right? It was like, you know how in America they have these big family reunions yeah. over here no one gives a shit? Yeah. I imagine they were all gathered in a park somewhere and it's like one of these shitty things like let's get all the kids to do a talent show mm. and like his mum's been telling him for weeks like you sound exactly like Jim Carrey oh my special little boy oh. and now he thinks he can and, and realistically uh, G- Jim Carrey is one of my comedy heroes growing up understandable what absolute legend understandable try and take him on First of all, you better be fucking talented. And, and most assuredly, what was his name again, Kyle? Josh Flair. Josh Flair, you are not talented. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm a, I'm a good judge of no talent. I don't have any myself either. <laughs> so I can I know it when I see it. It's like the fat radar, right? I can look at you and go, boy, you fat. <laughs> Only because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not wrong, though. He is absolutely not. He's absolutely awful on this movie. And... Like, There's a reason his career is Beans. You know what Beans from Even Stevens? Yeah. Yeah, you've never seen him ever since. Uh, no. For good fucking reason. <laughs> and this guy has Beans his career as well. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, uh, this just film is just so bad, man. I mean, like, this scene. I've, I've got 
bunch of notes here that I, I don't even understand anymore. <laughs> but reading through them, I'm relating to them. Mm. Like It's like Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, it, it shows you where my head is at, by the way. My first note here is who spits out a perfectly good churro. Now, <laughs> I don't know what exactly was happening in that scene, but that still resonates with me. Churro yeah. is delicious. And they've made this, again, you're trying to make a fat guy relatable, right? You've already got your character wrong from the off. And I'm imagining the Ace Ventura kid spat it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's mm. been too long. Um, there's a kid. I can't remember, man. Honestly, that. There are so many things wrong with this movie that I think that was. That my brain ate itself at that point. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my notes here, right? And there's a scene at the beginning where the kid is being asked to hand over all the animals that he's rescued. From cat, yeah, from from captivity because his mom works in the zoo, right? And yeah. um, he's only wearing jeans and a t-shirt, right? Just jeans and a t-shirt, yeah, yeah. Um, so he starts pulling out all these animals from his pocket, like they're all these animals from his pocket, and I'm just like, mate, there is no way you fit all of those animals just into your jean pockets. Where was he stuffing them? I want to. I want to well, I've got an answer because I want to give you a pull quote from my notes. Go for it. Because I now remember this scene, and I've written one line about it. Go for it. And it says, "Pulls about nine animals from his arsehole." Yeah. So <laughs> he, he could be Richard Gearing, couldn't he? Yeah, that's he exactly. Them all dude, that's, that's exactly what I wrote. He's just been. He's. I said. I wrote. He's been into the Richard Gear school of hiding stuff. But well done for getting there first. Get gear on the same fucking. <laughs> just before that, though. Uh, when he's asked to hand over all those animals, he seems to have a real, a genuine, like, come-to-Jesus moment mm. where he realises that he isn't solely responsible for every animal in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and if that is the case, if that's a realisation you have to have, this is no longer a comedy. This is a, a drama, this is a tragedy about mm. a child with mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's animal Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's essentially what the Ace Ventura... If you take away the slapstick and the... Well, some of the sex jokes, that's well, essentially what the Ace Ventura... Yeah. That's essentially what the Ace Ventura franchise is. It is about a mentally ill person. Yeah, but he's like... He's like cool mentally ill, right? Yeah. We like him. He's yeah. like uh, that, that one woman in Star Wars. Um, I don't. I haven't seen those films. But everyone seems to like her. What's her name? Princess Leia? Yeah. Carrie yeah, Fisher. The, there we go. Yeah. He's hot. He's Everyone loves her. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have another question about that scene, by the way. Go for it. So this is directly from that. He goes to school, right? Yeah. What kind of fucking zoo is that busy before school opening out? <laughs> um, oh, no, because what he was, he was cut in school, wasn't he? He didn't go... Was I think he was... I thought he went to school. He did, he did go to school afterwards, but he... He, I think he was cut. He was, he must have been cut in school first, of all, first to save the animals and then go to school afterwards in the middle of the day. Which then begs the question: Why did he not get in trouble for being late at school? Well, why didn't his mum not give him shit for bunking off? Mm. If I had a bunk off like that, and, and of all places, if you're gonna bunk off from school, don't fucking go to your mum's work. Exactly. The number one place <laughs> you're guaranteed to be bollocks. Unless you're a wet flannel like his mum is. Oh, mate, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, great. She's she just you know what it is. She she's not there to do anything of any importance in the film. She's mm. she's a MacGuffin. 
cheers in my coffin. She's like, well, I don't know. I don't want to. Well, I don't care about spoiling, right? No. So she gets nicked, right? Yeah. That's that's and that's the crux of the fucking film. Mm. This character with who isn't a character. And I'm not even going to say this. We've got a person in the script. Yeah. There's no fucking character who serves only to be a MacGuffin for this little fat brick <laughs> fucking uh, like gallivanting. It's mm. bollocks. Yeah, you're right. Um, even for like man. You're right about all of that, but one thing that really bugged me about this film, yeah, is that even for a straight-to-DVD movie, this is... It's cheap. It is so fucking cheap-looking, right? Yeah. Like, it, there are points, right, where the ADRs or the audio... The um, the audio voiceover thing, which all actors have to do when they're, do, when they're doing a film after they filmed it, just to make sure that everything's in sync and that. Yeah. There's points... Where the ADR is going, but the actor's lips aren't even moving. Oh, fuck you. That just proves that like no one gave a shit about making this film. Bro, we we did a film for the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival, which means that from being given uh, a genre, a line of dialogue, a character, and a prop, we had forty eight hours to deliver a finished film, and we still managed to do ADR better than this fucking <laughs> film at times. <laughs> don't even try and like, hide the fact that he's in stunt doubles. Like, the stunt double they got for the kid is easily about three waistlines short, three waistlines smaller than him. Yeah, yeah, like, the, the dude's the, the, like, the guy is clearly 15 years older and 15 stone like Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, oh man. Um, can, I, can I mention a, a pop point? In the I'll go for it. Please do. So you know when, uh, first of all, right, why are all the, are they cheerleaders or swimmers? I don't remember. They were swimmers. Why are they they so fucking mean to him when all he's trying to, like, he's not come around being like fucking Stephen Large Potatoes, is he? No. (laughs) He just goes there to go, like, I'm going to help you get your animals. And they say to him, okay, what I would like for you to explain to me, right? They give him 72 hours. Yeah. Under what authority? What? What's so desperate? And this is a man that's helping out. That's what do they call? They call them choosing beggars, mm. right? Help me! What seventy-two fucking hours? Because, because dude, it was made in two thousand and eight, right? And at that time, two thousand four to two thousand and eight, if you were a girl on a sports team, you were me in a movie. Yeah. But also, if you in that period, if you were a girl in a sports team, you were a supporting character, much like in this film. Yeah, they're like girls don't do sports, in no. That's exactly what they did at the time. And if they did, they just made them hyper mean. It made no sense. Hmm. They're like in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And did you know that made no sense? Exactly. So um, he's got to go, and he's got to try, and, he's got to try and find a reporter to... Uh, this is this movie kind of ate a bit of my brain, so I'm not going to lie to you. Um, he's got to try and... He's got to try and prove, prove his mum's innocence, right? But before yeah. he does all that, he gets a visit from not his father, which we kind of think he might do because it's an Ace Ventura movie, but Ace Ventura's, Ace Ventura's father. Yeah. It's like... At, at this stage, right, if you can't get the real Ventura in, go and get Jesse the body Ventura. At least he has yeah. the same fucking name. Yeah, exactly. But so, I, I so said, old 
cunt is just pretending to be his granddad. And I get that all films are pretending to be something. Yeah. This felt like it was he was pretending to be his granddad. Hmm. But I will say this the granddad is the one little highlight for me of this film. And because there's that one running joke that they do, which they ruin at the end, but there's that one running joke that they do where he's. Where everyone else looks at him, the granddad's pet dog and thinks it's dead, and the dad and the granddad thinks it's alive. That's it. That's the closest for me that this film came to actually being comedy. Wait, that was a joke. Yes. Fuck, fuck me. They should. They should warn me when it's comedy. <laughs> oh. I need. I need some. I need some like leading into that. <laughs> I can, can I give you another random note? And yeah, I, again, I'm just. I want to quote verbatim from these notes at times, right? Yeah, I've got I've got written down as a single line. This is unspeakably shit. Dash <laughs> eleven minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Like, this is a, this is a film I like. You know how the room is terrible. Yeah, but it's it's so good. This is shit, and it, it's it's not like so shit that it's good. It, it's so shit that it's shit. There's there's no redeeming. I look. I know. I know that you like the granddad. Right? Yeah. Maybe you have a thing for the geriatric. We don't know. Listen, like, listen, really listen I don't need I don't need to divulge anything on this podcast. <laughs> That's my story and I'm <laughs> I don't think there's anything redeeming about this film. No. Not even the granddad and his dead dog who isn't dead or fucking well, whatever they were trying to do. Well redeeming's a very I never said redeeming. That's the closest it came to being comedy. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Alright, as long as no, didn't you said you liked him? No, the only thing I came close to liking well, was okay, the granddad. Okay, okay, yeah, he's not. And I, I honestly, if it's close to liking, it's still a fucking country mile, mate. <laughs> yeah. um, I counted because I like to do this when I do when I do these kind of reviews and that. Um, there were eight nut shots in this movie and ten bad fart jokes. Wow! And, and normally, I'll be honest with you. I don't mind. Look, I love a nut shot. Yeah. I think that's one of the most hilarious things a man can witness. Why were none of these ones funny? Because that would make getting hit in the balls unfunny. Because the guy who directed this film is a fucking idiot. <laughs> I thought you liked him. You said you liked him. I like the, 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 the sandbox, but mm-hmm. a broken clock is right. It can be right once or twice a day. So, so like that's his zenith. Yeah, that's it. And then, then he ended up making sub Disney Channel original movies. Yeah, pretty much. I'll be honest, there are things you can do, right? So these kids' movies, and this is clearly a kids' movie, like made for TV, directed DVD, that kind of shit. The Lizzie McGuire, the Lizzie McGuire movie was fantastic. Yeah, actually was. Kids movie. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's what... And that was made on TV budget as well. Except maybe we'll fly him out to Italy. That's a why are we fucking re- reviewing the list of McGuire films? I love McGuire so much. Uh, we can do that next time, see shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is what's really Speaking of. Sing to me, Oh, man. Um, you should do it like the fucking. Uh, you, have you ever listened to the director's commentary in Dodgeball? I haven't. It's fucking brilliant, right? Halfway through, they have a fake argument and they just start playing the director's commentary from There's Something About Mary. <laughs> just over the film. We should just do that. 
It's mad that the Lizzie McGuire movie is actually better than something, or that we'd rather be watching the Lizzie McGuire movie than talking about this. Are you are you giving genuine stick to the Lizzie McGuire movie? Because I will I will handle you now. It's, that movie is a good movie. It's fine. It's good. It's fine, man. It's fine. I know it's the kids' Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic children's movie. Okay. Hey, and anyone listening with kids, uh, and they can't fucking go no place, right? Um, <laughs> just stick the Lizzie McGuire movie on and I guarantee you I guarantee you this is a personal promise from me to you your kid will be ten times smaller <laughs> by the end of the and better looking oh. all of these things are more better behaved what you got some ugly children you haven't watched the Lizzie McGuire movie now they're all fucking pretty whereas watching this film will make them ugly and sad yeah and they don't need that right your kid's probably already ugly <laughs> it's true but most people's kids are ugly you have to say nice things about them because they're children oh self-esteem shut up you ugly little shit <laughs> oh, fuck off oh, I, I want to say just how relieved I am and how much fun I because I've done my show a couple of times right? I can't do my show now we're under lockdown there's a whole thing yeah. the station's under lockdown so I can't really do it yeah. um, the only shows I've been doing I haven't been doing a lot of stand-up because I've been focusing on the shows it's so good to be able to let loose. Yes. It is good. I don't have to watch no nothing, no word. I call <laughs> people's kids fucking stupid. That's why they're not get a fucking dumb baby bitch. <laughs> well, guess what? Least <laughs> McGuire. <laughs> everything. Oh, to be fair, they have better slapstick in um, Lizzie McGuire than they do here. Yeah. I mean, I. And this is a film. This is a film where the franchise is dedicated. Dedicated. Uh, predicated. <laughs> yeah, dedicated. It's when you, it's when you predicate something that you're really lazy. <laughs> um, it's predicated on on I think one of the best slapstick comedians of the late 20th century. Right? I agree. You know what I Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I thought you said really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're you're trying to emulate this man and. and what? Do you know what it felt like more than a Jim Carrey impression? It, it felt like a really bad Chris Farley. Oh, you're right. Right? And Holy. Like, Chris Farley's great. He was great. This kid was like a shit Chris Farley trying to do an impression of Jim Carrey. It was awful. Oh, my God. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're actually... You're fucking out. At what stage? At what stage does insulting this kid's performance constitute bullying? Uh, it's it's been mate. I think we're I think we're in the bullying mark. Let's just say that. I'm not Why? How? Why are there so many dick jokes in this movie? It's a kids' film, right? Yeah, yeah. Why is there so well, many sex references? And like, and I would get it if it was the nineties and everything yeah. was edgy and extreme, spelled with an X and not an E. Yeah. What did you say this was? 2008? 2008, 2009. But, listen, <laughs> no one cared then. With no one making dick jokes then. <laughs> what else was coming out in 2008? 2008. Was that like... Dark Knight came out in 2008. Yeah, like, um... Was I Love You Man? Was that around that time? I Love You Man was 2009. And so was The Hangover. I don't... Listen. I think we started with those two films together. <laughs> when I was young... I went to go and watch I Love You Man in the cinema. Yeah. 
Sorry, man. And I was so excited to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I love that film. I think that's a brilliant film. It's 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 a brilliant like play on the idea of a rom com. I think it's fucking brilliant. And I wanted to talk to everyone about it because I was like, oh, you guys, this film. No one, no one had seen it, right? Really? When The Hangover comes out, that piece of shit couldn't stop anybody from talking about it. And I fucking hate that movie. Really? Oh, which, yeah. You know really? why? Because why? I think a comedy film should at least attempt to be funny. <laughs> wow. That's and I love a, that's the cast. A, well, that's a bold move, so that's a bold it's, statement. It's, let me tell you, it's not bold. You know what it is? It's the fucking correct statement. Mate, it's a bold that's statement right there. Like, the Hangover movies are trash. And if you disagree, first of all, you're wrong. Second of all, fight me. Because <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. I'll die on this cross. So what, you didn't find... Like Mike Tyson and his tiger singing um, Phil Collins in the air of the night funny. No. All it is is like... Dude, what is wrong with you? (laughs) All it is, all it is, if you take the most intimidating man in the world and try and soften him, is that particularly inventive? Is that innovative? Or have you just done... But he's still... But the joke is, even though he's... Even though he's been softened in inverted commas, he still beat the shit out of him. Is that a joke? Yes, it is funny. <laughs> I mean, hey man, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna cut this interview short. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely love movie trash, and it's a shame because it's a waste of a really good cast. Oh, fair enough, man. Um, that's. I think Zach Galifianakis is killer, mm-hmm. and he's been killer in other movies. And his stand-up is. At, have you seen his stand-up? Yeah. This is great. You know what's really great about talking to uh, other comics, and I really hate to call myself that word because I'm a lazy piece of shit. What's really great is when you ever ask someone, oh, have you seen this, this guy's stand-up? The answer is yes. Yeah. The only people I've asked, have you seen Zach Galifianakis' stand-up? They're like, I didn't even know he did it. No. Well, guess what? He doesn't do it all the time, but he's brilliant at it. Yeah. This man's brilliant. Crazy. Yeah. Um, just to get back into the film real quick. Um <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to working with me. Oh, it's like working with a child with ADD. It's brilliant, though. I do. It's I'm genuinely enjoying the combo, though. Like, which is oh, I'm kind okay. of upset like, we couldn't do the radio, the radio thing. But like, we'll get there. We'll get there. The, the radio show. Hey, listen, everybody. The money brought you your friends. Tell your friends. Yeah. I'm poor if nothing else. We'll get the show. We'll get it done when I can have when I have the show again. Yeah. Um. How was a 12-year-old allowed to represent his mum in court? 12-year-old Asian Because science. Because it's America, right? Like, we're at a stage now. Nothing surprises me. When they have an American thing, I'm like, in some state, that will probably be legal. You have 50 to choose from, and they've all got different laws. Mm. In Alabama, you could probably have, like, a fucking cow representative as your attorney. Mm. It, it, it makes next to no sense, but I'll allow it. All courtroom fucking scenes are bullshit anyway, according to this lawyer guy on YouTube. Who I watch to be like, oh, I want to know. He's reviewing the, the legal schemes and it's always sunny. And I'm like, oh, it's always sunny. He's such a fucking down on it. Actually, you would be allowed to say this, I don't, but I keep watching it. Yeah. Ripping off the plaster again and again. <sighs> now, do you know what really upset me in this film? Right? What's that? There's a scene towards the end where you see a photograph of um, of the kid when he's younger, and Ace, actual Ace Ventura, is in the photo, but his back's to us. 
Yeah, my guess so cheap. You couldn't even get a license to fucking photograph that. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get the license. You, look, Jim Carrey knew that film was such a piece of shit that when they were like, yo, can we just, Jim, can we can we have a, even a photo, please? He went, no. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't nah. tarnish my name. Mm. So, I think we're on the same page with this. <laughs> Very much so. It's one of the worst films that I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. Um, Here's the one thing I appreciate from the film. I've got it written down. I appreciate that he used a Tupperware cereal container. <laughs> it's it's the only way to keep cereal fresh. <laughs> and I think I think I think they've got that. There's accuracy. He's got mm. that spot on. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I've got a rating system for these things, man. Um, if you think it's the worst thing in the world, put it in the bin. If you thought it was alright, stream it on Netflix. If you thought it was the best thing ever, pay full price for it. Where would you where would you put this film, whatever? First of all, Kyle, I uh, I would just like to let you know that immediately after the end of these recordings, my lawyers will be in touch. <laughs> I have a seg I have a segment on my show called Get in the Bin. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me tell you. This can get in the fucking bin. Mm-hmm. Absolute dog shit. Don't stream it on Netflix. It's a waste of your time. How much do you value your time? If if you are, if you are, uh, you know you're about to make a joke that you go, well, I probably shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that half of your actor? Yes. Uh, <laughs> half? That's very generous. Um, if you're on the verge of suicide, right, and you genuinely think you don't have anything to live for, mm-hmm. then I mean, yeah, watch it. Because, right, life can't get any worse, can it? Yeah, right? True. So, you might as well experience all the shit at once. You can live, you don't value your time anymore. Your time's about to come to an end. Stick it on. Because if you think your life is terrible and you want to end it, oh, it's <laughs> always get worse. It can always get worse. It's <laughs> still fucking proved it. Mm. Uh, I have to fucking, what do you think? Uh, put it in the fucking bin and then set the bin on fire. No one needs Absolutely. to see this. Absolutely, no. dumps, dumps the fire. And like, I want, I want to be real, like real serious with this. You know, when people are like, "Huh, it's a trash movie. Get it in the bin." I want to make it a serious and impassioned plea. Please do not watch this movie. Don't, unless unless you think your kids are going to grow up to be too pretty and that you're going to end up having issues, right? Not those issues. You think that there are going to be boys sniffing around you, <laughs> or girls, or you're a Mormon. Make them watch this film and it will make them uglier. It will make them less attractive as adults, right? And I can attest to that. You can look at me now. This is all the result of watching the movie. If, if you need your kids uglier and stupider, get them to watch this. Like, as punishment. There is that. It has, it has a reason. What? As a punishment. Yeah. Man, completely. Sit like, agree. go to your room. Just, like, go and sit here and I'm going <laughs> to fucking clockwork, like, clockwork orange your eyes open and you have to watch this movie. Oh, me, that is a brilliant punishment if any parents are listening. Um, <laughs> so, man, where can people find you? Pe- people can find me on the internet sometimes. Yes, they um, can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they can find me on Instagram at, at Oliver B. Little. Sometimes I post pictures of things that I've baked. Sometimes it's my dogs. Sometimes, like recently, I've had to hide a lot of my posts. Because my Instagram was bloated, and my best friend told me I should focus on promoting the show. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So there, or when the apocalypse is over, you can catch me back on 
Flex FM 101.4 FM. Yeah, uh, Mondays between 10 and 12, the Monday brunch with Ollie and friends. They let me have friends now. It's Ooh. mediocre. Nice. <laughs> nice. And hopefully soon I'll be adding to that mediocrity once we get once. Once we oh, have the mediocrity drones oh, in buckets. Can't fucking wait, man. Really with my four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. It's been a good chance to you. This has been a good chance to my dude. I've got to go get dinner now, I think. All right, man. All right, man. Absolutely lovely. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Always a pleasure. In a bit. All right. In a bit. Bye. Bye.